0: Well, welcome, Andrew Brett. It's really good to have the opportunity to uh, talk to you about, well, firstly, about your role at the Stephen first Foundation, because I think it's fair to say that without you, we just have to lock the schools. So, <laughs> would you like to all the schools? Would you like to explain uh, what what you what you're responsible for?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so, um, I'm Andrew. I'm the um, director of IT and Systems Development here, and basically responsible for the IT infrastructure across the foundation. So. That includes all of the, the iPads, the networking, the servers, telephones. It's quite a broad, broad remit. I
0: it is, say. and it's absolutely vital because it's, it's almost like the fourth emergency service these days, isn't it? Because without it, we couldn't function.
1: Yes, that's right. It, it does underpin everything. Um, it's Every, every department in the, in the school we deal with. Yeah. Um, in, in, one, in one way, shape or form. So
0: how many people do you have working in your department?
1: Uh, we've got eight wow. Together now. But that's across
0: so. all the schools, isn't it? It's
1: across all the schools um, and it also covers events as well. We have um, Charlotte who works um, with the drama and music departments as well in their productions and Aidan as well, who does the AV as well. So yeah, there's, there's other elements rather than just the IT. It's pretty
0: multifaceted, isn't, isn't it? Really. Yeah. So I suppose um, your role, uh, certainly in the time, how long have you been here, Andrew?
1: Um, I've been here four years now. So. Well,
0: even in those four years, I think it has been quite transformative, what's been expected of you in your department. <laughs> so certainly your department's doubled in numbers, I think. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> has, yeah. Yeah. And
0: I can imagine that's pretty, pretty stressful. So what do you, what, how do you cope with that? Because, you know, I know lots of people are demanding things from you all the time. How do you cope?
1: Um, a lot of it is is the morale in the team as well. Everybody gets on very well. And they're very supportive of each other. So that's very important. We we do get on out of work as well mm-hmm. as, as in work. So that that really does help as well, creating that kind of. That environment in the team,
0: and that 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 actually is a a really good model for students to look at too, because uh, Mm -hmm. we know that increasingly in the world of work, it is it is about teamwork and Mm. playing your role in the team. Um, But even as a team member, you have your own well being to look after. That's right. And I know that you have a passion beyond your job. Would you like to talk about that?
1: Uh, Yes, I'm very much into running, Um, and yeah, it's it's a very good stress buster actually. Yeah. a lot of people say to me like after you've done days work or you're really tired how can you then go out and run but I actually find that's what helps me wind down and yeah. you
0: don't just do running do you I mean you do marathon running <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: yeah I've taken it to the uh, well I mean that, that's the thing I, I think that's quite extreme but then there's obviously people who do ultras and and Ironman say so, uh yeah marathon's the limit for me but how um, many
0: marathons have you run
1: um As of Sunday, I've done 10 now. Wow. uh,
0: And where have you run them?
1: Um, All over. Um, I've done four in London, but um, the others that I've done, I've just um, done Chicago. Wow. And I've done New York and Berlin, Amsterdam, Budapest. So it's quite a good way of traveling as well and seeing... Your air miles, your sustainability footprint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking into traveling by boat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: so uh, marathon running is an incredible discipline isn't it because uh, mm. everybody knows it's not just you don't just turn up it's what you do in between so what's what's your regimen what, what do you do to prepare yourself
1: um so i mean I, I do about i don't know between sort of 30 and 40 miles a week um which sounds a lot but for a lot of people it's not some people are doing sort of 80 to 100 um certainly the professionals do do around sort of 120 per week so it's
0: so what do you think about the marathon runner who broke the sub 2 hour marathon
1: uh it's incredible um it's incredible i mean i think it's more impressive his world record because he did that um, in a normal race, because obviously, Unsupported. yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, all of the conditions and everything was was set up. Um, for but him I suppose to do that, so. I just
0: had had a conversation with another colleague about this, who was basically saying, well, it's not a world record because it was set up. Yeah. But I suppose he did demonstrate that it is humanly possible, exactly. in optimum circumstances, yeah, to run under two two hours.
1: And that has been the big question: is it actually humanly possible? Well, Roger Bannister
0: he proved the four minute mile was possible. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so um, when are you going to run under sub sub two hours? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's hard enough running under three it's uh uh, yeah i mean it's just incredible i mean if you just try and run at that speed for 100 meters you realize how incredibly fast it is it's just just, and
0: for you it's obviously it's a stress buster Mm. but my sense with uh people who are serious about well whatever they're serious about whether it's running or music or whatever there are also other qualities required aren't there so what is what else what else does it help you with as a a person do you think
1: um it's it definitely helps with confidence um that was a big reason why i started i started running basically to to lose weight Mm. um i ended up i lost uh, four stone i think it was in in total and that really improved my self-confidence um it also improves your mental strength as well, mm. I would say. like to, In the marathon, it's just as much a mental battle as it is physical. And I, I've definitely found that over the years that it, it's helped me deal with things. It improves your mental strength. You know how far you can push yourself physically and what the kind of depths you have to go to. Um, and mentally. how
0: do you think, being a, a serious-minded marathon runner, which you are, how perhaps that does that help you in your work setting you don't um, run around a lot do you no I haven't observed I, <laughs> you running around <laughs> no
1: I, I do I mean I do try and keep calm mm. and under control and I think there are there are yeah, probably set, links there Mindsets. yeah because you right from the start of a marathon you're trying to keep control of your emotions and, and everything and think very logically about what's um what's in front of you and um, and not sort of react to be too emotive um, and, and that's quite difficult especially when you've got crowds of people um, either side um, it can be very noisy and it can be quite overwhelming and I think it's probably similar in the workplace, It's you have a lot of, If particularly if things go wrong you've got a lot of people uh, phoning up and a lot of things to deal with and it's, you have to kind of filter that out and just and work out what am I going to do next to, to fix this. So
0: something. that's a, a big question I'd like to ask you because obviously you're in the space of um, the digital revolution, really. Yeah. Um, looking to the next, not that anybody can look to the next 10, 20, 30 years, but with what you know, how do you think digital will look in schools? Just blue sky thinking, how could it possibly look in the future? Will we have chips in children? <laughs> <laughs> I think... It, have what you it, not?
1: It's, it's possible. Um, I mean, you, it, it, obviously it's, it's impossible to know, isn't it? But I mean, I, I know certainly a few years ago, um, I thought we'd be more advanced than, than we are actually as, as a country, mm. you know, or as, as in, the, in the world in terms of digital technology, when you think about what is actually available, mm. what's capable from technology. Um, but I mean, I, when I look at this school, um, particularly compared to others, I think we've got some incredible digital initiatives here, and um, certainly visiting other schools, I, I see, you know, how far ahead we are. Mm. Um, so I, I think we're doing very well, but in terms of how it's going to be in the future, it's, um, it, it's yeah, it's really difficult. I suppose to what
0: you're, so it's interesting what you say about how. Um, society hasn't moved necessarily where you think it's going to move Mm. I suppose it's because at the end of the day uh, humans have to have a need for something and just because somebody's creating something doesn't necessarily mean that other people are going to see the need Mm, Um, and I'm a great believer in um, you know I'm supportive of it but I also push back on it because what we say as you know is we want the right tool for the job Mm. that's what we want to do Um, and I think we have a generation a younger generation coming through who interestingly i suppose most a lot of their tools are digital but they're still using the old black and white tools as well yeah. um I, maybe, maybe that's the future i don't know maybe it always be binary i don't know I
1: th- yeah I, th- I think it's about finding that balance because um it's just how how best to to get that that message and that what you're trying to deliver across to people whether that's using technology or not Mm. I suppose it's 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 whatever it's the right it's
0: the right medium isn't it it's it's doing it in the right way
1: absolutely and if you look at all the developments of things like social media um the effect that that has had on people's lives is fantastic in terms of connecting people but it's also had quite a negative impact in terms of their mental health some people
0: have never felt so isolated I think
1: yeah Absolutely. Um, and so. These
0: are the, these are the uh, sort of unintended consequences that happen with rapid change. Mm. And you don't actually know what you're doing and that and it can lead down this road. But I think what, what is good for us is that within our, our community, we have people who are aware of these issues, who mm. are working on these issues, and are trying to prepare you know, the young people coming out of our schools yeah. to be able to be digitally savvy, mm. uh, know how to read a book. To put it bluntly, and it doesn't always have to be on a Kindle. I mean, I've now reached that in my career. The important thing is to be doing the reading. Um, whichever way is going to work for you, and then we'll see how it evolves. Mm. Um, But I'd like to take this opportunity, Andrew, to thank you Mm. very much indeed for uh, the work you do here and the phenomenal team you have working with you. Mm. Um, Because I always feel for departments like yours, you never hear anything until it goes wrong. So I'd like to (laughs) publicly thank you. No, thank you very much. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks.